0: I'll bring you inspiring all out guests, lifestyle, business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all out entrepreneur, making your passion, your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. In this episode, I parallel some of the findings of Napoleon Hill in the Think and Grow Rich book and my own experiences in the past six years that have brought me to this day where I actually have chosen not to renew my pharmacy license. What does that have to do with Napoleon Hill? I think you're actually really going to enjoy this podcast. It's all about what safety nets and what bridges are not serving you that you need to burn. What ship sailing in the night do you need to burn That's gonna allow you to forget about the plan B that's holding you back in the first place so that you can go all out on your A game. Okay, guys, today I am gonna be unpacking for you why I didn't renew my pharmacy license. And I wanna talk about this series of events that brought me to this. It's really interesting for any of you who've, read the book Think and Grow Rich and the whole concept of really getting rid of the safety blanket in order to propel forward. So for those of you guys, real quickly, for those of you guys who've never read Think and Grow Rich, he is Napoleon Hill wrote this book at the turn of the century. And what he did is he studied millionaires who obviously there was only so many millionaires at the turn of the century, consider them billionaires of today, right? And he studied their personalities, and he studied their work ethics. And what he did over his case studies is he ultimately wrote a book about the characteristics of these entrepreneurs who ultimately became ridiculously successful. And he found many, many, many common themes amongst all of these highly successful entrepreneurs. And so I want to start with this quote, but before I do, I just want to share with you that really Reading this book and thinking about the last six years and journey on my journey to entrepreneurship and becoming a seven figure income earner this year for myself, I look back and see these series of events that took place where I was willing to take these calculated risks to leap forward with momentum and burn the proverbial bridge or ship at sea without that that secondary plan to propel me forward. And that's really what I want to unpack with you today is I'm going to take you back six years ago and take you through a series of steps that I took to burn bridges to propel me forward and how it really parallels with some of the concepts that Napoleon Hill really talks about in his book. And so I think it's really, really interesting, and it's going to be a lot of fun to just kind of unpack it and the lessons learned along the way, right? So one of the quotes in the early parts of his book is he says that every person who wins in any undertaking must be willing to burn his ships and cut all sources of retreat. Only by doing so can one be sure of maintaining the state of mind known as the burning desire to win. Essential to success. This really is the opening quote to the unfolding of why, after over a decade, I've chosen not to renew my pharmacy license that I spent over $200,000 in education to get me that degree. We're going to unpack it and go back six years and move forward to the series of decisions that landed me where I am today with not renewing my license. So it's interesting that, you know, he, he takes a study and he studies all these really, really successful entrepreneurs, and he writes a book about all the common characteristics that make them successful. And the two things I really want to underscore to you as we unpack my story is that, number one, he found in the book that most successful entrepreneurs are willing to take calculated risks. Most don't. Most are, they're not willing to fail and pick themselves back up, right? And most people are risk adverse, especially my corporate professionals that have those golden handcuffs. They're, they're comfortable, comfortably miserable, right? With safety, they feel like it's safe. It's less risky, if you will. Now, number two, number two that he studied is that these really successful entrepreneurs didn't have a plan B, Okay. They burn the bridge and leap with faith. There's another really great book by Bo Eason said, there's no, there's no plan B for your A game, right? And I'm like, I've become so much a motto of this. And you guys, I hope this story really motivates and inspires some of you. But the bottom line is when the bridge is burning behind you or the, the ship is you know, burning in the water, you no longer have a lifeline. And so instead of, instead of your lifeline pulling you backwards, right? You have momentum propelling you forwards because there's no other option, right? That's the whole concept. So I had to chuckle as I look at my own journey towards millionaire this year and my slow progress towards taking more and more calculated risks with leaps of faith and counting on myself and counting on my business and putting more, skin in the game with the success of my business to propel me forward versus safety blankets, right? So let's look at the series of bridges that I've burned over the past six years. So number one, I got a predictable safety blanket pharmacy degree that I knew coming out, I could get a hundred grand, right? That was my safety. Like that was my bridge. That was my ship, right? Right. I knew coming out of school, I could jump right into a good salary. But here's the problem. There's a glass ceiling in pharmacy. You start with a decent salary, but then you go like there's very little professional growth in that industry altogether. If you're listening and you're a pharmacist, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I took a leap of faith as a risk taker. My first little baby risk was leaving pharmacy and leaving my pharmacy practice and doctorate to go into the dark side of corporate America. And here's the thing. I actually took a pay cut. I left a 100 plus salary opportunity for my starting salary. in, in the pharmaceutical industry it was like $80,000, right? But I knew that I knew that the income opportunity in pharma was ultimately the career trajectory and growth, I could double to triple my income as a pharmacist. So I was willing to take that calculated risk for personal and professional development and career growth. Right. And it's interesting, because I did, you know, in five to 10 years, I'd more than doubled, tripled my income, I, I by the time I left corporate, I was making multiple six figures. So it was a very smart, smart, Calculated risk to abandon practicing pharmacy for the risk that I might not ever be able to pick it back up because I hadn't done it in so long to go do something else, right? But here's the thing I was holding on to my safety net. I had that blankie of my degree. And those of you who have a practice that requires board certification, you have to renew your license every year, right? You have to take CEs. And so I was in a risky industry in the pharma industry. And so I felt like renewing my license every year was like plan B. That's what it was in case, just in case, right? It was my safety blanket. But here's the thing. It didn't really bother me back then to renew my license. You know why? Because I was working for someone else on their time and it didn't bother me to like zone out of my corporate job and plow through some CEs in the middle of the day because who cared? Like I was working for someone else. It was their hours. I was making what I was making. If I put in any more hours, I wasn't going to make any more money. Right. So it didn't bother me. Okay. So here's my next calculated risk. If you follow me, you know, I ended up building a social selling business alongside my corporate job. It took me a year and a half after making after making six figures in network marketing to actually leave my corporate job because there for a while, my corporate job was my safety blanket on top of my pharmacy degree, right? So hear me out. I was making multiple six figures in my corporate job. I was making six figures in my network marketing business and I was afraid to leave my corporate job for fear that the network marketing gig might not, like may not pan out, right? (laughs) Who can relate to all these different safety blankets? The thing with these safety blankets is they hold you back from really showing up all out because there's no other alternative, right? So I finally left corporate. And when I did, there was nothing holding me back anymore, right? Like there, what I mean is there was no plan B. And the reason there was no plan B, at least in corporate, I still was holding on to that pharmacy license, but there was no plan B in the sense that I went all out publicly to my corporate profession. If you guys, again, if you follow me, you know, I'm a LinkedIn expert. I coach professionals on how to lead with a business opportunity on LinkedIn. You have to burn the bridge and let the world know that you're owning this industry. And so when I proclaimed my profession as a social seller, I was burning the bridge with a lot of, people I was connected to on that platform. Now, really, I actually ended up inspiring a lot of them and they actually came and joined me, which is how I birthed the LinkedIn Academy in the first place. I was like, wow, this actually works. Owning this industry and talking about it on a professional platform attracts other professionals into my business, right? So we'll, we'll, we'll unpack that again in a minute. But the bottom line was I burned the professional corporate bridge, right? By owning this industry, which propelled me to success in my industry. And because I had no other option, I gave it my all. I gave it my everything, right? Are you ready to start having way more fun adding new business partners to your social selling team this summer? or maybe you're just burnt out and worn out of the old recruitment tactics that aren't working anymore, that are just hard to stand out on platforms that so many other social sellers are using. It's time you start getting the return on investment you were hoping for with your business. You're working hard, you're just on the wrong platform with the wrong message to find the business partners that are gonna lock arms with you and build your dreams together. I'm gonna let you in on how I built multiple six-figure businesses, multiple six-figure businesses, using the power of LinkedIn and my proven methods over a free five-day course. Avoid that dreaded summer business drip that so many experience in social selling. Register today and let's start having fun. Go check out the Burnout to All Out Facebook page, join our free community and get registered today. We launch on May 17th. Hope to see you in my free workshop. So sometimes when we hold on to our ulterior plans, it actually slows us down. It slows our momentum down because we don't have as much skin in the game, says Napoleon Hill, right? So now let me move on to the additional proverbial boat that's been burned. How many of you have a license or a certification that you renew every year, just in case, just in case you need to fall back on it. I want to know. I've been renewing my license and keeping up with my CEs for over 13 years now, even though I completely left the profession over a decade ago to pursue a life in business and business coaching. Okay. And at first I renewed my license out of fear. Who can relate to this? Fear that I, if I didn't succeed in my new corporate career, I could fall back on it. And then it was just all about ego. I'd spent so many years and so much money on getting the degree. It seemed like a waste not to keep it up. But for what? For what? I had no intention of ever practicing. I I would say to my husband year over year as I renewed my license that like, God forbid I ever had to go back behind a glass wall and dispense pills. I would rather us just sell our home, move to a less expensive neighborhood and do something different. (laughs) Like I'll never practice again. Right. And so what was the real waste? What was the real waste was that year over year I was dedicating 15 hours at a clip and energy to keeping up a license that I could have spent those 15 hours on my business or with my family, or doing something else. When I knew in my soul, I was done with practicing pharmacy. Yet year after year, I was cramming in hours of CEs over the holidays and over January and cramming them in in February. For what? For what? So the ROI on the CEs versus spending time on my business really came to a head for me this year. We were in the middle of our first launch of the year for my LinkedIn Academy, We were already skyrocketing skyrocketing past six figures in nine days. We've done over six figures in sales. And here I was in January trying to figure out how I was still going to try to get my CEs in around this new business that's projected to do a million dollars in sales this year. But here's the thing, guys. This time, I wasn't on the corporate paycheck. I wasn't working for someone else. Gut check. I was working for me. And I had to look in the mirror and say, okay, you're in the middle of a really successful launch. You're providing a lot of people value. Are you going to pull back and like cram in these CEs for a career you're never going back to? or Are you going to finally just let that ship burn? Let that ship burn, right? So I could spend 15 hours on those CEs or I could spend 15 hours on a business that was bringing in more profit in nine days than a year in a corporate job, a year as a pharmacist. Bottom line, it really hit me square between the eyes this year. What the hell are you holding on to this for? And here's why. How many of you guys have done the self-work around your money mindset? I've got a great mindset coach on this. It was my broke, poor money mindset that I grew up with that's ingrained in the back of my brain that, you know, you got to hold on to this just in case money's not always available, right? You just need that just in case. But here's the thing, your rich mindset. And when I say rich, I don't mean money. I mean, abundance, openness, glass half full. My rich mindset was saying, there's a better return on your time and you're never going to need that degree and license ever again. You've stepped into your power. You found your zone of genius. You will prosper. You do not need a plan B. Take those 15 hours and put them into your business, right? Put them into your business. So instead of focusing my time on the CEs, I focused on my business. I let My license laps. And as of this recording on March 31st, as we close out the first quarter of 2021, we've done over a quarter of a million dollars in sales in my business. It's blowing my mind. And that doesn't include the passive income from my social selling business. Guys, I'm not telling you this to brag. I'm trying to make a point on determining where you're going to burn the bridge. Where's that umbilical cord that's pulling you back versus propelling you forward? As we close the quarter and the revenue's blowing my mind, I can't help but come to this quote that I found in the Think and Grow Rich book where Napoleon Hill says, when the riches begin to come, they come so quickly in such great abundance that one wonders where they have been hiding during all of these years. You know where they're hiding all of those years? They're hiding behind the ship. You have to burn the ship, right? So consider my unrenewed license this year as me burning the bridge. I'm so grateful for the past education and the opportunities it's afforded me But leveraging that degree as my plan B in the future was not serving me. It wasn't serving my business. It wasn't serving my staff who depend on me to help grow the business. And it was actually wasting precious time for me. It was keeping me from my kids, my family, my business, my health, all the things. Better places for an ROI. And now, even more skin in the game because there is. No plan B, my friends. So here's to me admitting I spent eight years, over 200,000 dollars on degrees and a license, and I'm admittedly have no intention of ever using ever again. And I am OK with that. I go back to being the entrepreneur who's willing to take risk, willing to admit failure, willing to learn from it and move on. Versus living in the ego and living in a career that would have kept me miserable for the rest of my life to appease what others thought of me and the degree that I had pursued, right? Being open to new ways to make money and serve others at a higher level with higher impact, right? Has been served me so well. I'll say that again. Being open to new ways to make money and serve others versus being stuck in my past decisions and career has served me well. It served me well to be open, open, open open-minded. And I go to a quote from Napoleon Hill. Those who are afraid of new ideas are doomed from the start. The greatest achievements was at first a dream. The oak sleeps in the acorn. The bird awaits in the egg, and the highest version of the soul, a waking angel stirs. Dreams are the seedlings of reality. Such a personal decision to burn a ship, right? Personal decision, calculated risk, but for me, it's freeing freeing to let it go, let go of that plan B and only have an A game and be the best at what I'm focused on right now and provide a peerless program that drives crazy results for clients, that creates a flourishing business, that creates massive impact in the world. That's my plan. That's my plan. And I'm on to burning another bridge for a future podcast. So what's holding on, what are you holding on to just in case that's actually holding you back from propelling you forward to the riches you deserve? Thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast for free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services. Go ahead over to live the free life.co. that's live the free life